good Arab Shabbos, Parshat, Masay, Masay. We're holding now Nun Beis Hamadadav, the uh, first wide line. Nun Beis Hamadadav, Beishamay Omerim Vechudu. We had a Mahlekes in the Mishnah between Beishamay and Beishilel about whether one washes his hands first or does one make, uh, for the time being, when they see him as Kiddush, whether one makes Kiddush uh, first. So it says the Gemara, Beishamay Omerim Vechudu. Tanarabon has been taught in a Braitha. First one washes his hands for the Sa'udah, and then he pours the cup, he makes Kiddush. Because if you were to say that he first pours the cup, he first does that, then we've got to worry, maybe the, if the Kais is not completely dry, for example, because you, as, we, as we know, one of the things you do with the Kais Shabrach is you wash it out. So if the Kais is not completely dry, um, or maybe his hands aren't completely dry enough, they, but there's liquid, in other words, on the outside of the coast, maybe that liquid will become Tomei Machmas Yodov because of his hands. Remember, his hands, before they're washed, they've got the din of a Sheni Tumor, and that, the shen, his hands, therefore, make the mashke, makes the liquid on the outside of the coast, it makes it into a Rishon Tumor. If it's in Drabod on it, that liquid always jumps back to a Rishon Tumor. The Yafsud will be Tamo Esakos, and then that liquid will make the coast, make it into a sheni litum, which is also a drabono. Because again, mid a writer, a a kli, a utensil, can only become tommy from an avatumma. But here, what's happening is that his hands, which are sheni litum, stamiodaino sheni litum, makes the liquid on the outside of the coast, makes that into, jumps back to a rishon litum, and that liquid, mid Makes the coast insertion in the tumor. We said the reason why the Rabbanon instituted that is because of a gazero, because of the liquid of a zov or a zova, the urine or the, or the saliva, which has, is actually an avatumor and would be metame kalim. Therefore, Chazal would go down all liquid, which is tome, which automatically will, will, will be a rishon tumor, can be metame a coast, can be metame a kli. So therefore, Shammai are worried that if you don't wash your hands first, your hands will be a shani tumor. therefore your hands will then be metami, any liquid on the outside of the kli, and that will be metami the kli in turn. We'll see soon, Rebbe Hashem, why Beishamai are worried about the kli becoming tummy. Ask the Gemara, did you tell me you're dying the coast, why can't the, just let the, why don't you say the hands will be metami the coast direct? Why does it have to go by the liquid? So the Gemara, you're dying the shani because your hands are, some of them are a sheni litumah. They sheni is a shlishi b'chulin. A sheni can never make a shlishi litumah with chulin. Only with truma and culture. So therefore it has to go through the liquid, and it has to go through liquid. By going through the liquid, the liquid becomes a rishon litumah, and that can then make a sheni. To make the cup into a sheni. First you pour the cup, make kiddush, and then you wash your hands. Because they say, if you first wash your hands, because they worried, maybe if you haven't dried your hands properly, because remember, although you have to dry your hands for food, um, for, for drinking, you don't have, your hands don't have to be 100% dry. So we're worried if you wash your hands first, your hands may still be a little moist. The cup will be tommy, because they still hold that a cup can be tommy. So we're worried maybe that the cup will make the liquid on your hands tommy. The Yasser will be Tomei Sayyidan, and that liquid on your hands, which is now Tomei, will once again make your hands Tomei, defeating the whole purpose of washing your hands. Ask the Gemara, in Tomei Kosayyadayim, why won't the cup make your hands Tomei direct? Why does that have to be through the liquid? 
says the Gemara, because ain't kli mitane odom. We have a rule that a kli can never be mitane and odom. Liquid can be mitane and odom, but a kli cannot be mitane odom. Then itame lemashkin shebeseicha. Ask the Gemara, why are we not worried that if, according to Beis Hillel, the cup is tame, does that not make the liquid inside the cup, i.e., the wine inside the cup, does that not make it tame? Meaning, you're drinking tame wine. Answer the Gemara. Here we're dealing with a case with a kli which became tome on the outside of the kli through mashke. Now remember as we said that this whole idea that mashke, the arish and the tumor that the, can be metame a kli is only drabonon. And therefore in order to show that it's only drabonon Chazal sort of put in place certain colors. What's that? That we say the teichay tahar begabe tome. If this tome liquid which is the Rishna Tumor, touches the outside of the Kli, then the inside of the Kli remains Taha, and the outside, the outside, only the outside, is Tome. The Islam, because we learnt in the Mishnah, Kilishan Itzmu Achir Mashkin, if you've got a Kli, that the outside of it becomes Tome because it touches Mashkin, which is Tome, Achir of then the outside is Tome, but, top of the Numbeis on the base, Tochai, the inside of it, the Ognei, and the ear, uh, sorry, the Ognei is the lip, which bends outwards. The Ozno is the ear, in other words, what we call the handle, like on a mug. The Yodov is the other side of the handle, a long one like on a pot. So here they remain Toha. Whereas Nitma Soche, if the inside of the Kli becomes Tome through the Mashke, then Nitma Kula, the whole thing becomes Tome. Why did Chazal enact this? As we said, it's in order to make people realize, to remind them, that this whole Tumah is only a Tumah Drabonum. It's a Raisa, a Rish and a Tumah cannot make a Kli Tome. It's midrabonon, and the point being, therefore, if, if you should not go ahead, if you got truma which touches this kli, which is only truma drabonon, you shouldn't go ahead and start burning the truma as a result of it, because Chazal said it as a chumra. They enacted as a chumra, as we mentioned beforehand, because of zov and zova, but not that you should start coming to. Uh, it should come to all sorts of uh, uh, problems with truma. They're going to start burning the truma as a result of it. It's a truma drabonon, and to remind you of that, they gave it certain leniencies. So therefore we're saying that this cup, which we still say can be tome, it's no problem for the wine inside it, because the wine inside it is inside, therefore it remains toho. But the outside of it is tome, and therefore if you wash your hands beforehand, maybe your hands will still be a little bit moist, and when you touch the outside of the kli, the outside of the kli will make the moisture on your hands, the bit of water there, will become a rish and a tumma, and that will be metame your hands once again, which means you're eating the meal with tome hands. Therefore make the kiddush beforehand, and then, only afterwards, should you wash your hands. And during the meal, your hands are obviously going to be dry, so we've got no, no problems during the meal, because you're, you've got to eat with dry hands. And as Rashi said, any, um, if you worry about gravy from food on your hands, that's got the din of Eichel, not Mashke, and therefore that will not cause a problem. Ask the Gemara, but my Mifligi, so what exactly are Beishamay and Beishelel arguing about? So the Gemara, Beishamay, sorry, Beishamay holds, also the Hishtamish, Beflish, and Itzma, Achir, It's forbidden to use a cup to use a kli, where the outside of it is, has become tommy through liquid, because we're worried about these drops, which may splash onto the outside of the kli. In other words, Beisham may say, what may happen is, if, you've got, if you have a cup, which is tommy, then we're worried that maybe bits of, let's say, the wine inside the cup will splash onto the outside. Now, that can present two problems. Obviously, the wine on the outside now will become tommy, because it's touched the outside of the kli, it will become a rishon and tumma. That can present one of two problems. Either, like the Rabbi Yoda says, 
if that, those drops that actually have a connection, there's a sort of a, a line of liquid connecting them to the wine inside the kli, that will be matami the wine inside the kli as well, which means you're now drinking tommy wine. The other possibility, as Rashi says, is you've now got those drops on the outside of the kli. Those drops are tommy, are rish and summer. That means during the meal, when you drink from that cup, if those drops are tommy, it's going to be matami your hand. And you're going to be eating a meal with tommy hand. Therefore, Bishamisi, you've always got to ensure that your cup remains tar. And in order to remain, to ensure that your cup remains tar, make sure you always wash your hands before using that cup. Wash your hands before making kiddush. And therefore, says Bishamisi, since the kli itself is always going to be tar, you've got nothing to worry about. You don't have to worry about the chashash of Bishamisi. What was the chashash of Bishamisi? Maybe your hands after washing them won't be quite dry. And therefore your hands will become tommy through that liquid. No, because the coast is, is tar. According to Bishamai, the coast is tar. If the coast is tar, any liquid on your hands will remain tar. Meaning your hands remain the tar. Therefore, says Bishamai, wash your hands before Kiddush. It's perfectly permissible to use a kli, uh, generally to use a kli where the outside of it is tommy through mashke, through liquid. Only because they said, means so the dro- what are you, why do they shout me? Why are they worried? Why are they so concerned that your cup should always remain tar? Because of the drops which splash onto the outside? It's not frequent. You don't have to worry about that. And therefore, it's perfectly permissible to use a cup which is tommy. And since your cup could be tommy, therefore we do have the chashash. That if you wash your hands beforehand, if your hands aren't 100% dry, that will mean that the liquid on your hands will become tommy. And that will in turn be with your hands. You'll be, you'll be eating with tummy hands, therefore wash your hands afterwards. Dovar another point says Beishelel, We want to ensure that you wash your hands immediately before eating the meal. Therefore wash your hands after Kiddush. Because otherwise you're going to have a gap of Kiddush between the Nathira Sadaim and the Su'udah. Ask the my Dovar What's the Dovar Acher? What do Beishelel want to add to that? Says the Gemara, This is what Beishelel is saying to Beishelel. This is true. Even according to you, Dom, even according to you, say that it's forbidden to use a kli where the outside of it is tome, because of liquid. The girls, you know, because we're worried about the nitsoitis, the drops which will splash on the outside. And therefore, you should wash um, before making kiddush. Our shit is better. Even if your cup is tahar. It doesn't make a difference. You should always wash after, and don't worry about many soaps, always wash after making kiddush. Why? Because if we want to make the Nathila Sadaim, put it right next to the Soda, not to have a gap between them. Now, Lahalokha, this idea of Techem the Nathila Sadaim Soda is brought down, Lahalokha, that we should not have a gap between the Nathila Sadaim and Soda. The only shayla is, are you allowed any sort of gap whatsoever or not? The Nafkamina being, um, if you've got a lot of people at the Suda, maybe everyone should make their own Hamotzi. So the, the Mogen Avram and the Mishnapura Paskin, they all Paskin that, I mean, like the Rosh, because the Rosh used to wash last when he was the one making Hamotzi. And the, the basic idea is, they say that a person should, I think it was the Mogen Avram, but definitely the Mishnapura, he says that, um, it is a problem, because it, like it goes along the lines of the Rosh, as the Shulchan Aruch suggests, as, and therefore, you should try and minimize the gap as much as possible. However, the Orach HaShulchan, the Orach HaShulchan says, no, 
He says, it's only a problem if you're doing things in between the Nesir Aslam and the Su'udah, things which have got nothing to do with the Su'udah. Things which are necessary are not a problem. Therefore, if you've got a lot of people eating at your Su'udah, it makes no difference the time gap between the Nesir Aslam and Su'udah. You're having to wait for everyone to make Hamosi is perfectly fine. He says, I, what's going on over here? Over here. So the truth is, over here, it's like the Ritva says. The Ritva, what the Orach HaShulchan says is really is the Ritva already says it. He says that this whole sugya is not really talking about Kiddush. Kiddush is to facilitate the Su'udah. And it's eaten, you make Kiddush just before the Su'udah, and therefore it's not a gap. That wouldn't be a problem. Even they tell would agree you can do it that way around. Rather, what are we talking about here? We are talking about during the week when people used to drink wine. And there they have a gap between drinking the wine and the Su'udah, therefore you shouldn't, because they said, if you wash your hands first and then you drink the wine, and then you have Su'udah afterwards, you may end up having a big gap, Therefore, that piece of say you can't do. The Kiddush, which has to be some of this order, that is not a problem. So you've got this machlekas between the Mishnah Bura and the Orachal Shulchan Lahalochal, where there's something which is to do with this order, whether that counts as a hepsik or not. We spoke about as well, sort of following on from that point, is the Minas, the Ramah brings down, although the, 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 the Machabe talks about the idea in Hilkas Kiddush, that you first make Kiddush, then you wash. The Ramal says the Minag Ha'olam in his place is that they would wash first and then they would make Kiddush. Surely that's going to be Shammai. So we explained, like, based on the ritual, it's not a problem. Because with, with Kiddush, even based Hillel agree, it's not a Hefzik. Because it's going to be just before the Suda, that's not a Hefzik. It's only during the week when it will be a Hefzik. Nonetheless, the Gon says the Ikha is, and if you've got a Minag like the Ramal, the Ikhar Lofa is like the Machabah, that you should first make Kiddush, then you should wash your hands. The only, the only point they speak about is, is what happens if a person did wash his hands by mistake before making Kiddush? Should he now make Kiddush? I mean, obviously he's got to make Kiddush, but should he make Kiddush over wine, or should he then do it over bread? So although there are those who say you should do it, in that case, if you already washed your hands, they're so adamant, you should not have Kiddush between washing, you shouldn't be making a broth over the wine between washing and and, uh, and, making this, and uh, having your su'udah. Therefore, they say, in that case, you should make Kiddush over the bread. The Taz and others say, in that case, we're not going to go that far. If you've already washed, you can make Kiddush, you can, make, you can rely on the Ramah, you can make Kiddush over the wine. But the Chatzchidah says that, the Gaon passes this way, we pass that the Machaber, you should first, and Taz says like this, first wash, then make, uh, sorry, first make Kiddush, and then wash. But those who have the minag like the Ramat, I think, as, as we mentioned, some yakas, they will wash first and then they will make kiddush. Continues on the Gemara. The next machlokes was about. Uh, we'll see it now in the brayso. Just read it straight into the brayso. Tonu Rabban has been taught in the brayso. A person dries his hands after washing his hands. He dries them on the towel, on a little hand towel. And he should leave the hand towel on the table so he can use it during the meal to clean his hands. Because if you say you should leave it on the, on the chair next to him, maybe the chair, which is probably Tome, will be metame, the liquid which is in the towel, the towel's now, now wet. Now you've got a towel which has got on it, it's got, uh, within it, it's got Tome water, because it's come Tome through the, through the uh, chair. And when you clean your hands during the meal, that liquid, which is now obviously a Rishna Tumor, will be metame your hands. Which means you're going to be eating a meal with Tommy hands. Ask the Gemara, why doesn't the chair make the towel itself Tommy? Why does that make the liquid Tommy? Says the Gemara, because ain't kli metame kli. 
Because we have a rule that one kli, one vessel, one utensil cannot be misame another utensil. You've got the chair, is the kli. The towel is the kli. The, the towel cannot become tommy from the, the chair. The liquid within the towel can become tommy from the chair. Why doesn't the, the uh, chair itself, chair, make the, the person sitting on it make him tommy? Says the Gemara, because in Kli Mitami Odom, we have a rule that a Kli cannot be Mitami human being. Instead of to leave the town on the chair. Because if you say you should leave it on the table, we're worried. Maybe the liquid inside the towel, because the towel's now wet, will become Tommy because of the table. And since your towel is sitting on the table together with the food, that liquid with the li- water in the towel, which is Tommy, will be even Tommy the food on the table. You're going to be eating Tommy food. Why doesn't the table itself make the food on top of it Tommy? Here we're dealing with a, a table which is a Shani the Tumor. When you're dealing with Chulin, as opposed to Truman Kotim, as we've said, a Shani can never make a Shilishi. It never goes any further than a Shani. So therefore, after the table is Mitami the liquid in the towel, the liquid becomes a Rish in the Tumor, and then if that liquid touches, if that towel touches the food, the food will become a Shani the Tumor. He only makes it Ella Alide Mashkim through the liquid. But my Tomifiki, ask the what exactly are Bishan and Bishan arguing about? It's forbidden to use a table which is a Shani the Tumor. Because we're worried because the people who eat truma, currently we eat truma. Now for them, a sheni can make a shlishi. With truma, a sheni can make a shlishi. So if you use a table which is a sheni truma, your truma will become shlishi, which is a big problem. So because of that, Chazal said, says Beishamai, that a person, even a non kohen no one should ever eat from a table which is, which is a sheni truma. Whereas Ubeisidal told you, as Beishidal holds, it's perfect, perfectly permissible for a, a normal person to eat from a table which is a shenyi tumah, ochle tumah's reason heim. Because people eat tumah, the kernim, there's a reason. You don't have to worry about them. They'll be, they're, they're very careful and they will make sure not to make their tumah tommy. But for the normal person, it doesn't pose, pose a problem anyway because a shenyi cannot make a shlishi tumah with tumah. So therefore, if you follow it through, they shall I say, well, you can leave the towel on the table. Don't leave it on the chair because if you leave it on the chair, the chair will be a shani the tumma, that will be matami, the liquid inside the towel, and then when you clean your hands, your hands will become tommy. Leaving it on the table is not a problem, because the table is not tommy anyway, you're not allowed to use a tommy table. Whereas Beisilel say, let's take, continue on a little bit, Dovar Acher, another point says Beisilel, There's no such thing, there's no such thing as washing your hands for Chudim. Says the Gemara, my Dovar Acher, what are Beisilel coming to add? This is what Beisilel are saying to Beisilel. Why is it that we say to you that you should leave it on the table? We should leave it on the chair. So you should leave it on the chair. Because if you leave it on the table, then the table, according to Bishelah, you can use the table, which is a Shani the Tumor. That's going to make the liquid inside the towel a Rish the Tumor. That's going to be Matame, the liquid, the, the towel is now going to be Matame, the food. Why are we worried about the food? Why, why is it that we're not worried about the hands? In other words, we say you should leave it on the chair. No, what's the worst that's going to happen is that the hands are going to be, that the chair will be metamid, the liquid and the towel, and when you dry your hands, your hands will become tommy. Why are we not concerned about that? Why do we say leave it on the chair, not on the table? The, the answer is, Afiro Hawking says, be still, that's the Dovah Even so, hard you it's better to leave it on the chair, and that your hands become tommy. There's no actual source for having to have 
to wash your hands your hands have to be clean not for, you don't find such things even for truma it's only enough muscle but most of some of your dimes it's better to leave it on the chair and allow your hands to become tommy since there's no actual source in the Torah for having to wash your hands for chulin rather than putting the towel on the table which is going to which is going to um, ultimately may make the food tommy and food becoming tommy has obviously has sources in the Torah therefore better let your hands become tommy rather than the food Next machalokes. Vishami erem mechabdin mechudu. Toner abon. What is this machalokes? Vishami erem vishami say mechabdin etabayis. First, you should clear the house, clear the floor if you've been sitting on the floor. The after akach nerezin ayodayim, and then you should wash your hands, wash the my macharenim. Sheim after erem nerezin ayodayim shchila. Because if you say you should you wash my macharenim first, nimsa after mafsi the sa'ichlin. What's going to happen is that when you wash your hands, the water is going to go on the on the crumbs on the crumbs on the floor, and you're going to make those crumbs are going to go to waste. They're going to be inedible. Either because the water will make them all soggy and inedible. That's what it's much from Rashi. Or maybe because the water from your hands actually has got a ruach on them so no one can eat them. Um, but Beishame said for you to wash your hands first and Beishame you can't do that. My time or what's the reason? As we just said, some take out this whole thing here. But because of the crumbs which will be on the floor. Whereas the Bessila uh, uh, say, no, if your servant, your waiter, is a Tamas Chokom, he'll know to remove any crumbs on the floor which are the size of a Kazayis. And the only crumbs which he'll leave there are ones which are not the size of a Kazayis. And therefore, for you to wash your hands is no problem. You can wash your hands first and then clear up the, the last bits of crumbs. Because you can, be, you can rest assured, your shamash is obviously a tamas chacham, and therefore, your floor will have already been, you wouldn't have left any crumbs on there which are the size of a kazayas. Therefore, when you wash your hands, the, only, the water is only going to be going on tiny crumbs, and those tiny crumbs are not a problem for the water to go on those. Nesayi alir rabbi yechanon, that supports rabbi yechanon, dama rabbi yechanon, because rabbi yechanon says, peirurin shein bayam kazayas, if you've got crumbs which are not the size of a kazayas, Muta the Abd on the yard, it's perfectly permissible for you to be ma'abi them, to destroy them with your hands. You can chuck them away, you can do whatever you want, you can put water on them, no problem, as long as they're less than the size of a kajayas. So as toasters, however, it's still koshela aniyosa. To tread on those crumbs, it sounds like for toasting, to wash your hands on those tiny crumbs, is, uh, can bring poverty to a person, so it's not a good idea. From the Ramam, we saw in the Ramam, however, the Ramam seems to say, it's only koshel aniyusa if they're the size of a kazayis. In other words, according to the Ramam, the Prima Godin points this out, if you've got crumbs which are the, not the size of a kazayis, you can chuck them in the bin, you can wash your hands over them, you can walk on them, no problem, it's not koshel aniyusa. However, la halacha, it seems we, the Beis Yosef does Tuscan like, more like toasters, and, and others say like this as well, there have been a monarch, we saw, that if they're the size of a kazayis, you're not allowed to wash your hands over them. Not allowed to do anything of the sort. If they are the size of a kazayas, sorry, if they are not the size of a kazayas, well, strictly speaking, besides this sort of uh, a bizarre to the food, you can wash your hands over them. Nonetheless, says the Beit Yosef, you shouldn't do so because it's kosher la'aniyusa. And the Morgan Avram says, actually, a correction, it's not the Morgan Avram, it's brought by the Mishnah Burra, there's no problem to wash your hands over them, just make sure you don't walk over those crumbs, even though they're less than the size of a kazayas. 
But those which are the size of a dice, that you have to be especially careful. As we said, it may have enough commitment about throwing away these crumbs into a normal bit. Those which are the size of a dice, most definitely you should not do that, because it's a design to the, to, it's a chosh of a piece of bread, you can give it to the birds, if no one's going to eat it, it's not right, really either give it to the birds, or put it in a separate bag, but don't put it into the bin. Those which are less than the size of a kazayis, it would seem, according to the Ramam, it's perfectly permissible to put it in the bin. According to the Mogin Avram, it could also be, according to the Mogin Avram, you could put it in the bin, just don't step on them. But according to the Beit Yosef, as he understands Tosus, it seems you shouldn't do that, because it's kosher la'an yusuf. It would seem that would go into the same thing, it's like washing your hands over it, it's kosher la'an yusuf. Um, says the Gemara, for my Kamifligi, what exactly are they arguing about? Beisila Sobri, because Beisila holds also the Shamish Peshamish Amar Oret, you're not allowed to use the Shamish who's an Amar Oret. Since your Shamish therefore will not be an Amar Oret, he will have made sure to remove any crumbs which are the size of the Kazayis, therefore you can wash your hands first. Whereas Beisila Sobri, whereas Beisila holds, Mosa the Shamish Peshamish Amar Oret, it is perfectly permissible to use the Shamish who's an Amar Oret, therefore it could well be they'll be on the floor, there'll be crumbs which are the size of the Kazayis, therefore don't wash your hands first. Amar Rabbi Yisi first clear the floor. Amar Rabbi Yisi Ba'chanin Amar Afuno Bukulei Perikin Alokha Kabe Silao In the whole parents the Alokha is always like Be Silao Ba'amihod Except in this case the Alokha Kabe Shaman the Alokha is like Be Shamai that you can use the Shaman Shama Oret and therefore you should wash you should clear the floor before washing your hands. But Rabbi Yishai Amasni Ibcha Rabbi Yishai he learns it the other way around Be Silao are the ones who say you should clear the floor before, before uh, washing your hands Uvahod Nami Alokha Kabe Silao In this case as well the Alokha will be like Be Silao because they're the ones, we've switched around, and we still are the ones who say you should clear the floor first. And that is Takada Alokha, the Alokha is, that it's perfectly permissible to use the Shabbatus and Amar Oret, therefore you should clear the floor beforehand. Now, says Rabbeinu Yoda, nowadays we don't see this. The reason is because nowadays we don't remove the table before benching. And therefore any crumbs are going to be protected on the floor, are going to be protected by the table. Nonetheless, the Mishnah Bureau points out, that if you're going to wash your Maimacharonim in a place where there are crumbs, E.g. you're going to wash it over the table, you've got, you bring the cleat to the table to wash your Maimachronim, you should clear that little area where the crumbs are. Make sure to clear the crumbs before washing Maimachronim. Next Maimachronim is, Beishamei Ovin Beishamei say, Neru Umozen V'chulu. Talking about the order, if a person comes in, they say Shabbos, and he's only got enough wine for one, uh, for one case, he needs to make Havdolah, He's also going to want to bench uh, for Malavamaka over a coast. What should he do? So we saw there's a machlekes about the order you do things in. Rav Huna Ba Yehuda Ikla Lebe Rava. Rav Huna Ba Yehuda, he came to the house of Rava. Chodzi Le Rava, and he noticed that when, when Rava made the Havdolah, the Borich HaBesomim Bereshi, he first made the Baruch on the Besomim, then on the Nev. Omalei so, Rav Huna Ba Yehuda said to Rava, Mechzi, since Beishama Beishilal, Amor Lo Peligi. There's no machlekes between Beishama Beishilal that the Nev comes before Besomim. The Tanya, either the Tanya or the Sons, we learn from the Mishnah. They shame and they shame say, Neru Mosin, the son of Abdullah. First, you make a brach on the Ner, because that's the most immediate Hanoi, you see the light straight away. Um, then the Mosin. Yes, we may have something that just hit me, we may come back to later. But uh, then you make a brach over the bricks, Hamosin, if you just had your. Because we're talking about somebody having another malka. The psalmim, then you make on the psalmim. The avdol, and then you make then you make the avdol. We still have we still have say ner of the psalmim. Once you're already making the bracha of the ner, which is the midyano, make a bracha of the psalmim. That's also to do with mitzvah shabbos because you have the psalmim because of the nefesh yisera, the nefesh yisera which is gone. Then mosin, then you make of the mosin, then the avdol. 
The Akhopolim, whether it's Beisilah or Beisham, both agree that Ne'er comes to fall of the Somim. So why did you make a brach on the Somim first? So Oni Rav of Asri, so Rav answered him back, Zudimile Rav Ne'er, what you just quoted to me about Beisilah and Beisham, that's Rav Ne'er's interpretation of the Makhleks Beisham and Beisilah. Abu Rabbi Huda, and Rabbi Huda says, Lo nechlukhu b'sham b'tzidel, al-amozen shabbatzchidel, both b'sham b'tzidel agree that you first make b'rks ha-mozen, but al-adology b'sof you make abdallah right at the end. Al-mah nechlukhu, but what do they argue? Al-amor of al-abasomim, they argue about the order of ner and b'somim. Shabbashamay, omer b'shamay say, al-amor of achakach b'somim, you first make a brach on the ner, then on the b'somim. B'shamay say, b'somim achakach mor, then you first make a brach on the b'somim, and then on the ner. Rabbi Rabbiachan Rabbi Yechanan says, Nagu ha'am to be tzidel, the minag ha'odam, and now the way we paskin, as we explain based on Tosfos, the halacha is like be tzidel, alibad Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda. In other words, what you've quoted to me is all Rabbi Meir, we don't paskin like that. The Mishnah is Rabbi Meir, we don't paskin like that. We paskin like Rabbi Yehuda in be tzidel, and Rabbi Yehuda says in be tzidel, that you first make on the Basalim, then on the Ne'er. And that's exactly what we do. Continues on. We had a machlek and what the bracha is. Beishamei say you say bara ma'ur ha'esh. Beishelah say you say bore ma'ur ha'esh. Omar Rava says Rava. The bara kuri amalu peligi. Everyone agrees if you say bara, that's perfectly fine. The bara mashmak that implies past tense. That's perfectly fine. Kipeligi. When do they argue? But bore. Whether you can say bore. Beishamei sorry. Beishamei holds bore the osin the mibra. Bore implies that in the future he's going to create. That's no good because he wants to say the past tense. With Tzidal Sovri, whereas Tzidal holds, Bore nami the Bore Mashma. Bore, it is present tense, but it also implies past tense, so it's perfectly fine to use it. Okay, so Shammai holds, it only implies, um, at, at this stage in the Gemara, that's what it sounds like, that it, it's sort of the Ica, it implies the future. And Tzidal say no. It implies past tense as well, and therefore it's perfectly fine. Mostly because obviously we're making a bracha over the, we're commemorating the light which was uh, created on Imsheshish Mevereshish for Odom Arisha and Omid Sai Shabbos. It's in the past. So Mosif Rav Yosef said, Rav Yosef asked, what about the following Pesukim? Yotzer Uvari Cheshech. When was Cheshech created? In the past. Yotzer Horim Uvari Ruach. When was the Ruach created? Past. Bore Ashamayim and Atem. He creates, or created the heavens and the Atem. And obviously you see, Bore is past tense. What's the Ishamayim talking about? And Omar Rav Yosef rather says, Rav Yosef, the Bore Ubore Kuri Amar Lepaligi, the Bore Mashma. Both based Hillel and Ishamayim agree that Bore and Bore implies past tense. Even Bore, which is actually a participle, it does imply present and future as well, but it also means past tense. Therefore, it's perfectly fine to say the Lashem Bore. Kipaligi, what do they argue about? They argue about whether you say or in the in the in the plural. There's only one light in a fire, one colour. There's many there's many colours. You've got the green, you've got the red, etc. etc. The white. Point to the others they say, I think it's Rabinyona says it means there's a lot of uses for fire. You make it rock with a lot of the uses. Tani nami ochi said to be learned this in the Bible. So Amru lehem b'tzila b'shamay b'tzila said to b'shamay. How many ma'orit yishkai? There's many, many uh, fires. There's many uh, lights in the fi- for or in the fire. So therefore, you see that's the machlokes is whether it's ma'orit or ma'or. So you may well ask, in which case, so why do b'shamay see? Why do they not say or what is machlokes? But you say bara ubeire then. At the end of the day, we do have the mission of once it's bara and once it's beire. So. Um, 
Tosfos, Tosfos already says that borrow is expression of the pasuk, and therefore that's why Beishamai says you should stick to the pasuk. Better stay borrow. But the Gon and the Tzferes Yisrael, they both say a beautiful pshat. They say the Ikamachle. Everyone agrees borrow and borrow is implied past tense. So it's perfectly fine to say both. But the problem is like this: Beishamai say we're making over the all we're making the bracha over is it's a complete berakatashvach. You're making over the past, over the fire which Adam Arishan got. There is complete, it's supposed to be completely past tense, therefore you say, Ma'ara'ish, because the original fire which was created only had one light. And therefore you say, Ma'ara, not Ma'ara, and you say, Bara, which is implied past tense. You don't want Bara, Bara also implies future. We're not saying on that. Should we borrow? Whereas they say that holds, no. As well as on the past, you're making on the, on the fire which Adam Arishan got, you're also making on the fire we've got. The, fi- the fire which is in front of me. That's got many colours. Therefore, you say Bore. Bore implies both the past, the fire which Odomarishan had, and the fire which we've got now, and that's Moere. It's, it's, it's a lot of light. That's why we say Bore Moere And obviously, as you know, we pass in Bore Moere Ho'esh. If a person did say Moere he's not Yotse. The Bach says he's not Yotse, and he would have to make the Bracha again. Not only would he have to make that Bracha against the Zubi Kivega, he'd actually have to make Bore Priyagofen again, because you've now got a heftling between the Bore Priyagofen and the the last part of, of uh, and, the, and the drinking of it. Because it's an unnecessary heft. You've just made a brocha which is no good as a brocha, so you'd have to make the bore priyag off and again. If he said, boro, mo'ere ho'esh, that says the bach you are yotze with. That you are yotze with. Fine? Ein mavorachin v'chulu. Then we continued on and we said, you can't make a brocha over the, the, uh, the ner and the besomim of a, of a goy. Bishlom ner, I can understand why you can't use the ner of a goy, mishum d'reshova. Because it hasn't uh, rested from work. The goy probably, he may have lit it on Shabbos, or according to Rashi, it's also a problem if he's done, if he's done Meleches Avera with it over Shabbos, he's done Melocha with it over Shabbos. Even though for a goy, obviously, it's not a problem. He doesn't have to keep Shabbos, but it doesn't matter. We need a light to Shabbos, which has not, is either lit before Shabbos or after Shabbos. And has had no Melocha done with it over Shabbos. And the Bissam in my time alone, why can't you use the Bissam of a goy? Here we're dealing with the uh, psalm which comes from a party of, a, of Goyim. Because the psalm um, party of, of, of Goyim is for Avedah Zorah. That can't be, because we learn from the Sefer. You don't make over the Nero of the psalm of Avedah Zorah. That implies the racial of Avedah Zorah Askinon. That the ratio which talks about using that of an akum is not talking about avodazor. It must be for a different reason. So Amar Rabbi Chanina Misura says Rabbi Chanina from Sura Matam Kama. The Mishnah is saying, what's the reason? In other words, Matam Imavarkin Lala Neberala B'Tzamim Shalakum. What's the reason why you're not allowed to make a bracha over there or the B'Tzamim of a goy? Mepnei says the Mishnah in the Sefer Mepnei she stam sidas everything kechomin avodazor because the stam party of a goy is avodazor and you're not allowed to make a bracha over there or B'Tzamim of avodazor. Son of Rabbon has been taught in a brighter. Ursha Shava. Ur, not Ur, I may have said Ur beforehand. Fire which has rested, in other words, no Malachah Damadit over Shabbos, Mavarkin Olav, you can make a bracha over it. But Shalosh Shava, for that which has not been surveyed, in Mavarkin Olav, you can't make a bracha over it. Ask the Gemara, my Lois Shava, what does it mean, Lois Shava? Just go with the gears that we've got. Says the Gemara, top of the Gemara, and given on If we say Lois Shava, Machmas Malachah, it hasn't rested from work. Uh, meaning, even Melechah, even Melechah which was mutter to do on Shabbos, you wouldn't be able to use that for your narrow Mitzvah Shabbos. 
The fire which has been lit for a, for a, a woman in childbirth, or which has given birth for a or a sick person, the Volkanolov, you can make a broth over it because nothing was nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. If it's, if it's a Chedeshish for a Sarkono, even a Yid is allowed to light that fire. And if it's a Chedeshish for a Sarkono, the way we pass it, says the Mishabura is, obviously we know that you can get a Goy to light it, and over that light, which is lit by a Goy, you can use that for Mitzvah Shabbos. It's perfectly permitted. So, my Shabbos, what does it mean that the fire has rested? It means that Shabbos Machmas Malachas Avero. No Malacha which is forbidden has been done with it over Shabbos, even by a Goy. If you, let's say you're a pair, a non-Jewish au pair, goes and takes a light from the candle of a Yisrael. The Yisrael Shehidlik Menachi, or the other way around. A Yisrael of Mitzvah Shabbos goes and takes from the light of a Goy. Mavorchanolov, you can make a bracha over that. Now, the first case is obvious. A Nachi who takes the light from Yisrael, obviously you can make a bracha over it, because if it's, a light, if it's originally the light of Yisrael, it was obviously not lit on Shabbos, or at least not for Menachi uh, Saveira. It was either lit before Shabbos or after Shabbos, and therefore the light which the Goy has taken from it is perfectly permissible, nothing to worry about. But a, a Yisrael who lights from a Goy, that we're going to see is a little bit of a chiddush. Because the goy, the original light, may have been done over, may have been lit on Shabbat. Could have been done, used it from the last on Shabbat. And yet, we say, since the Yisrael takes a new light from it, it's perfectly permissible. Takes new light on it, so Shabbat. He lights another candle from it, it's perfectly permissible. Nochri me nochri, a goy from a goy, in other words, on it, so Shabbat, your pair goes next door and takes the light from a, a, a non-Jewish friend. Aim of Arsenal you can't make a bracha over that. Ask the why not? Why is it that you can't use the candle which your non-Jewish au pair lit from another non-Jew? Because, obviously, we assume, even if we don't know, but we assume it could well be that the original light was lit on Shabbos, or it was used by the original God for Melech HaSavero. And therefore, even though You've taken a new, uh, it's been lit onto a new candle on Mitzvah Shabbos. It's no good. If so, Yisrael Menachi Nami. Also, if a Yisrael goes next door, a Jew goes next door to his Goisha neighbor, and he takes the light from there, he lights his candle from the Goisha candle, you also shouldn't be able to use it. Hado Shabbos, the original candle was the Goisha candle. Maybe it's been, uh, he's been left with it on Shabbos. The Chite Mahaki Surah Ozale. If you're going to say, no, because the original light from Shabbos is already gone, the Ho'acharimu. This is a new light. With the odds of the Yisrael, comes the Aldo. And it, 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 it's come about in the hands of the Yisrael. It's a new light. So it's perfectly permissible. You don't have to worry about the light from Shabbos, which had the next Aveya done with it. That's a completely different, different light. And the whole time, what about that which we learned in the Bryson then? Hamiti Shalhevet to Rosh Hashanah. If a person takes out a flame on Shabbos, to Rosh Hashanah, from his house, from his private domain, to the public domain. In other words, he takes it out on a, on a piece of pot shah, which is less, it's a, it's a tiny piece of pot shah, so he's not. He's not chayef uh, for carrying the piece of pot shard. And it, the, the, the fuel is just a bit of oil, so you're not chayef for the fuel. So the only problem is the flame. So we say, if he takes it out on Shabbos, chayef, he's chayef for carrying the flame. Am I chayef? Why is he chayef? If you're telling me that the flame constantly renews itself, it's not, it's, 
every second is a new flame. So what he took out of his house, on, for, for carrying on Shabbos to be chayev, you've got to have akira and anocha. You have to lift it up in one domain, and you have to put it down, it has to come to a stationary standstill in the other domain. Well, when you lifted it up, it was one flame, and when you put it down, you came to rest in the other domain, it's a different flame now. So why are you chayev? You know why Yochayev? Because the original flame is still there. And so too, therefore, so too in our case, the original flame which the Goy lit, and did Melech HaSabeiro with it, it could be lit on Shabbos, we use it for Melech according to Rashi, that's still there. So when you make the bracha, I'm not making the bracha over that original flame. Aside from the original flame which stays there throughout, it also there is an additional flame which is constantly replenishing itself. And that's what I'm making the bracha over. That didn't have any melechas over. That only came about amid Soi Shabbos. So if your goisha au pair goes next door and lights from her goisha friend, it should also be fine. Because even though maybe the original light is there, so what? I'm making the bracha over the new light. So the Gemara, and Ochanami, you're right. It should be like that. But we're worried because once you start allowing you to use the light which your goy has taken from another goy, it's, it's such a close, uh, it won't be a very big jump to the person will think, ah, what's the difference if, if it's my, the, the second goy's light or the original goy's light? And you'll come to use the original goy's light and we're worried not only would you use, it's, it's a, quite a sort of a specific case, we're worried you'll use the original goy's light straight after Shabbos. In other words, with not enough time for, the, for it to produce an additional light. Because remember we said, besides the original light, it's always producing an additional light. But if it produces an additional light on its Shabbos, I can make a bracha over that. That additional light wasn't used on Shabbos. It's not an Amalekh Shabbos done with it. But the Chashash is, a person, once you start allowing Goyim to, light from Goyim, you may come to use original light of the Goy, and it will be straight after Shabbos, such that your, the bracha you're making over is over a light which has had Avera Dhamida. It hasn't yet had a chance to replenish itself and make a new light, uh, the But if it's a goy taken from a Yisrael, or a Yisrael from a goy, already there, there's not the chashash, we're not, uh, we don't have to start making Yisraelis, and uh, therefore it's perfectly fine. We spoke about in the Shea, very one or two situations where it could be that you can use uh, that, uh, that, that of a goy. You just figure out if, if your guy lights the match, it could be, we said, we'll rub stones together, the equipment nowadays will be lighting a match. Strictly speaking, you could use the match. The only problem is, you don't normally use the match, you take from the match, and then you light the candle. And that, says the Mishaburah, is very similar to a goy from a goy. It's ready from one thing to another, that you shouldn't do. So it's not a particularly practical case. Um, so if you light with a, with a uh, if your goy uh, lights with his, just thinking if that would work, says it would work, your light, if your goy lit with his uh, cigarette lighter or something like that, uh, something like that, you know, one of these lighters, that could be that, 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 that may be that that works. Again, to have to go back to the show, we spoke about uh, a, a few more applications of this, of this halacha. Moving on. Soner And by the way, we spoke about in the show, we spoke a little about Yom Kippur. There's still more to speak about Yom Kippur, but the truth is, it's more Sugim stock, and that's why we're not, we, we touched on various points. Yom Kippur is slightly different to make Zoya Shabbos. Just to note that, and again, if you listen to the original Shea, you'll, you'll hear various points that we, we discussed about, but it's not really our Sugya, we're talking about Mitzvah Shabbos, but not to be confused with Mitzvah Yom Kippur. 
Son of Rabban has been taught in a brisa. If a person is walking outside the city, or and he sees a fire there, he wants to know is that a fire of a yid? In which case, I can assume a lot of this on Shabbos. Or is it the light of a goy? So if the majority of the people living in that city are goyim, you can't make a brach on it. If the majority are Jews, you can't make a brach on it. Ask the Gemara how for kasha, that in itself is a kasha. Or Matthew starts off by saying, Merev Nochem in a Mavorek, if the majority are going, you can't make a brach on it. Implying, Homechsa Mechsa is exactly half half, Mavorek, you could make a brach on it. But all the time, then you teach, in Rev Yisrael, Mavorek, Daphne, if the majority are Yisrael, you can make a brach on it. Implying, Homechsa Mechsa is half half, in a Mavorek, you can't make a brach on it. Answer the Gemara, but then you Daphne, Mechsa Mechsa, Nami Mavorek. The truth is, even half half, you couldn't make a brach on The ratio is Daphne. The Aizi, the Tana Reisha, Rev Nochem, since the Reisha says, if the majority are Goyim, you can't make a brach on it. It's dusk if the majority are Goyim, you can't make a brach on it. But if it's half-half, you can. So to keep the parallel, to keep the semantics, we teach in the Sefer, if the majority are Yisrael, you can make a brach on it. But it's last after the majority, who are in half-half. We spoke about the, uh, about the thing of Kavua, the, 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 the rule of Kol Kavua, Kamech Samech Sadami, but... Uh, not again. That's that's more the longest in it. This is the din, and that's what we uh, that's what we pass and stick with that. Tana Rabban has been taught in a brayta. The person is walking outside the city. V'rav tinuk and he sees a child there. V'avuka biyada and the child's holding a torch. Just after Shabbos. Well, we don't yet know that. It's after Shabbos. At some point after Shabbos. V'yidikacharov and you check out the identity of the child. Im Yisrael who if he's a yid, mavorich you make a brach on it. Im nochi if it's a goy, ain't a mavorich you can't make a brach on it. Uh, the Biyar Lachim is going from here. For the time being, it's, we think at this point, we're talking about it could be two hours after Shabbos. If it's a Goy, why can't you make a brach on it? Chance, uh, he, there's a good chance he lit it on the Toy Shabbos. He says, you see from here, that with a Goy, it's not good enough that the Goy could have lit it on the Toy Shabbos. It's not only in a case where I know the Goy did Melach HaTavira with it. It's the other way around. You can't use the light of a goy unless I know for definite that it was lit on Mitzvah Shabbos. Or was it before Shabbos? It's not Shabbos done with it. But if there's even a doubt, you can't use, you can't make the bracha over it. It says the Bach passed on that, and he says you, you can says the, the says the Meshavura, you see it from this Gemara. Give me the from this Gemara. It's two hours after Shabbos at this point before we come to answer the Gemara, and still we say if Rov Nochrim, you can't make a bracha on it. Why? Maybe it was lit after Mitzvah after Shabbos. Doesn't matter. And if you know that, you can't make a brach on it. Ask Gemara, why do you talk about a child? Even if, if he's a godol, it should be the same anotha. Is he a goy or is he a yid? Ask Gemara, here we're talking about just after shkia, just after sunset, just after Shabbos. Godol, if he's a godol, you don't even have, there's no point checking, uh, checking him out. He's definitely a goy. A yid, a, a godol, uh, right, a, a Jewish Grown up wouldn't be walking about, walking around just after Shabbos holding a candle in his hand. Tinuk, but if it's a child, Emi Yisrael who I could say it could be a, it's a Yisrael, it could be not. It's not. But children, that can happen. They may have just taken the candle just, uh, just and he could be walking out just after Shabbos. Therefore, it's worth checking it out. Tana Rabban has been taught in a brayta. The person is walking outside the city on Mitzvah Shabbos. Vera or and he sees a fire there. Im Avot the Akivshan if it's thick. Like the the um, the uh, sort of the the, the kiln, the vorichalov, then that's a nice kishmaka fire. You can make a brach on it. The imlam, and if not, in a vorichalov, you can't make a brach over it. Right? Only, if, only if it's a thick fire, 
um, then you can make a, a uh, bracha over it because that um, is, is, um, is made for life. So we're going to discuss now, it's made for life. Whereas a, a sort of a, a pathetic uh, light, a pathetic fire is not made for the light, it's obviously made for something else. Now we clarify. Johnny Chad has been taught in one bright, Urshal Kipshon, the light of a kiln, you can make a broch on it. Fetani Yidov, another bright, the teacher's aim of you can't make a broch on it. And we say, no kasha, it's no kasha. Hold it's good, hold it's good. At the beginning of the process, you can't make a broch on it, because it's not made for the light. It's made to burn the bricks, to make a lime out of it. But at the end, once they finish as Rashi, what they would do at the end is, they would, they would uh, light a new fire, in the Piyak Ibshan, um, to burn out any remnant, and they'd also use the light. You see, by the way, the shit of Rashi is, that even if it's not solely for the light, if it's also for the use of light, you can make Beri Ma'arei on it. Not like the Rabbeinu Yonah. The Rabbeinu Yonah says, uh, not like that, the Rabbeinu Yonah says, that yeah, it's got to be solely for the light. And that's where the Prima Godin seems to pass in. But the Bialoko points out from Rashi, it's not necessarily the case. Tony Chaz has been taught in a Brisa. Urshel Tanur, the fire of, a, of an oven, Urshel Kilaim or a stove, Mavorakan Olav, you can make Beri Ma'arei on it. Betani Yudok, we in another Brisa, Evavorakan Olav, you can't make a broth over it. Low kasha is no kasha, hobbit still a hobbit, same as above. At the beginning, you can't make a broth on it because it's there for the cooking. Afterwards, you can make a broth on it. Uh, that means once it's already been soaked up, they would light a uh, little uh, splint to, ke- to keep the heat in um, and also use it for the lights as Rashi. Therefore, you can make a broth on it at the end. Tony, um, Tony Chazo, yeah. One Tana sort, Urshal Beis Hakanes is a fire in a shul, Veshev Beis Hamedrash, or in a Beis Hamedrash. Mavarachan Olav, you can make a bracha over it. Vetani Yidach and other brides are taught, in Mavarachan Olav, you can't make a bracha over it. No kasha, it's no kasha. Hadza Eka Adam Choshev, Hadza Eka Adam Choshev. According to Rashi, Rashi learns, if there's an Adam Choshev, if there's an important person there, then, if there's an important person there, then you, uh, the fire is there for his kovod, it's not, it's not for, for light. Whereas if there's no kosher person there, then why is there light in the shul? It must be for the, to give light, and therefore you can make a bracha over it. Bibai Seymour, or you can say, Both cases, both writers are talking about whether there's an Adam Choshev, but a kasha, nonetheless, is no kasha. If there's a chazan, if there's a shamash who lives in the shul, so um, it's also used for the light. If they also say he should be able to eat by light, so you can make a bracha over it, even though there's an Adam Choshev there as well. If there's no chazan there, there's no uh, shamus living in the shul, and there's only an Adam Khoshul, then it's clear that it's there for his COVID, you can't make a broth over it. The Yibar is saying, or you can say, Hov, 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 both of us can remember, there is a, uh, there's an Adam Khoshul, and there's a shamus living there, but the Kashul is not a Kashul. Hov, 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 then it wasn't lit for the shamash, because he can eat by the moonlight. And I'll see it was lit, lit for, the, for, the, for the COVID of the Odom Khoshev. It's not lit for the light at all, and you can't make a broch over it. But if there's no moonlight, then it's been lit also for the, so that the chazan, the shamash, can get uh, the benefit of the light of it, so he can eat by the light, therefore you can make a broch over it. We mentioned that Rabbeinu Hananel, he learns the other way around. The Odom Khoshev, if there's an Odom Khoshev, then it's, lit, it's, give, it's there for his light. It's there for his light. Um, so he should have light, therefore you can make a broth over it. If there's no Adam Khoshev there, then it's not lit for, for, uh, to give light, rather it's there just for the covet of the shul, and therefore you can't make a broth. And he learns, therefore he changed the gifts in the Gemara, and he learns the other way around. Both shifts are brought in the Shulchan Aruch. But the bottom line is, in a, in a uh, sort of a more practical sense, is you've got to be very careful, let's say the, the uh, candles they have at the front of the shul, uh, 
especially in Stiebluch, you'll find this, they have the candles at the front when people are davening. Those candles cannot be used, generally speaking, cannot be used for half dollars because they're not there to give light. They're not there for the light. It's to do with, with uh, for other reasons, it's not, it's not there for the light. Uh, so to a yacht like candle, also you can't use. Unless, the, the only thing this is, if you put, if you put a match into it, to create the second flame, maybe with that already, that's why people uh, do these sort of things. Uh, then you possibly, because by putting the match into it, you also create like a new flame, then you could uh, use it for, um, for half dollar. Continues on the Gemara. Tanar Alban has been taught in a bright saw, Yishim, the Beis Hamedrash, they were sitting in the, in the Beis Hamedrash, they view or the flame, they're ready made Abdullah, they're ready made Abdullah, and somebody brings in, they didn't have a nair, so somebody brings in a candle for them. By the way, as an aside, even if somebody has made the bracha on, on the nair, then if I mention this at the time, he can still make the bracha for somebody else, who, let's say, can't make the bracha, he can make the bracha for them, not an Isha, by the way, women are not Mokhriya in the bracha of nair. Um, so you can make the bracha for, for somebody else, um, even though he's already been yoked. Because you've got, uh, 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 you've got Arabus. So, anyway, so you're sitting in the base on Adush, they view your them and they bring the fire in front of them. So, Bishamay Ur and Bishamay say, Korechot ve'echot mubarech la'atzmai. Each one should make the bracha for himself. One person should make the bracha for all of them. Bishim Shanem, because it says in the Pasuk, Bishim Hajat Merech. Then you, know, you give more honor with the more people. Vishnama Beisela is fine according to Beisela in the Forest of Time, and they give their reasons because of Prevam Hajas Melech. Ela Beishamai, my time of. What's the reason of Beishamai why they say everyone should make their own bracha? Because Kasovi, they hold the plain bits of Beishamedish. They're worried about the, the, the bits of Beishamedish. And we explain because if everyone has to stop, they're going to stop, listen to the bracha, and they're going to have to answer Amen. That extra word Amen is bits of Torah. They could have been learning that time, they could have said an extra word of Torah. We said the immense lesson, we, even though we do pass in Abitilla in this instance, that's only because of Barovam Hadras Melech. If not for that, the power of one word. If you make your own broccoli, then I have to say Amen. You can learn extra word in that time. That's how the Rabbi Nyon explains it, and that's probably what Rashi means as well. Tani Nami Ochi, so do we learn this in the Bryce of this idea. Shabbat Rabbi Gamliel, and the Hatha Rabbi Gamliel, though you omen Merafi, the Beis Hamedrash, they wouldn't say bless you to somebody in the Beis Hamedrash, Mepnei Bitsal Beis Hamedrash. If you're learning, keep learning. You don't have to answer bless you to somebody or, or sus or whatever they say in those days. Um, they explain why they did that because uh, it used to be in times gone by before Yaakov Avinu a person would, would sneeze and die. Yaakov Avinu doesn't that a person should become ill before they die so he can at least give over instructions to his children and therefore every time a person sneezes he should give Shulach Vedor that he is uh, still living. But you don't do that whilst you're learning. This will be some edush. Then we said, Eim Mavarchin Dara Never Dara Besom, and that's passed in the Shulchan Aruch. Eim Mavarchin Dara Never Dara Besom, Mishon Mason. We said, you don't make a bracha with the Nair or the Besom of the Mason. My time, what's the reason? Nair the Kovid who's Abid, it says the Gemara, with the candle, it's there for the Kovid our Mason. It's not there to give, to give light, it's there for the Kovid of the Mason. The Somim, as for the Besom, they're not there really to smell. It's Aburi Recho David, it's to remove a putrid smell. Omar Abiyod Omar Rav, Kolshem Itzi in the Fon of Ayim of Alaylom, any mace where they would take out candles in front of him, both by day and by night, aim a volcano of you don't make a bracha over, over those candles. Because they're clearly there for covers. Because otherwise, why would you be taking them out during the day? Must be, it's there for covers. Anyone who only take them out at night, then you, and you, you come and say, Shabbos, and you see a Leviathan, you can there's candles there, you can make a bracha over it, because it's clear that in that case, they're there for the light. It was based on this Gemara, where the Rabbi Yonah got it from, 
that, um, because surely at night, some of you light candles for him during the day and night. So it's true, fine, you're doing it for the COVID. But if it's at night time, you also need it for the light. And yet we said you can't make the broth over it. So you see that it, it's got, in order to be able to make the broth over it, it's got to be solely for the, for the, uh, for the light. Not that it's serving two purposes. Whereas from Rashi, Rashi already seems to answer that question. He says, no, even when they do it at night, these candles are there only for the COVID. For lights, they've got other things to sort out their lights. In the which case, you can't make the broth over it. Um, carries on the Gemara. Omar Abuna, the Somim shall be Fakise. The Somim that a, a, a finicky person takes into the, into the toilet with him to remove any bad smell. The Shemen and Osi the Habeas Azuma, oil which is a person they use at the end of the meal to clean their hands with. Aim of Archon you don't make a broth over it. Because, and others don't say bury it up to the Somim or bury it in the Somim over it because it's not there to provide a nice smell, it's to remove a bad smell. That we saw that we just mentioned, we've spoken about it in more detail in the sixth paragraph. Machlech, Joshua, and Tosus, whether this means you don't make a bracha at all, or you, make, you don't make the bracha, the Basomim bracha over this, over this Shemen. If it's Shemen Afasim, and Rashi says you make the bracha very Shemen Ori, Tosus says you don't. But again, that we spoke about that in Great Tosus and the Sixth Parak. Continues on the Gemara. The Chodeicha. Remember, does that mean to say the Chodeicha de Lavle Recha Abidah? Wherever it's not made for the smell, Lomav Orkin de Lavle, you don't make the bracha of Basomim over it. Maybe we learned in a bright time, if a person goes into the shop of a perfume maker, seller, and he smells the smell of perfume, even if he sits there all day long, he only makes a brothel once. If he goes in and out, and goes in and out again, he makes a brothel every time he comes in. It's not made to get off smell, there just happens to be a smell of the sun there. It's not intentional. Says, become a boy, and yet he makes a bracha. Answer the Gemara in, yes, he does make a bracha. Because the recha, nami yuda avida. Because the, it is intentional, the perfume maker, he wants the smell to be there for people to smell. In order that people will smell the perfume, they'll come in, and they'll buy from him. Therefore, the, the smell is there on purpose for people to smell. Summer up one has been taught in a brighter. The person is walking outside the city. And he smells the smell. If the majority of Goyim, Enobabarech, you can't make a broch on it, says Rabbi Yerno, because even though they're not actually at the party now, but still, any Bissamim of a Goy are probably made to be sold for, for Abu Dazara. For the parties and such for the Abu Dazara. And therefore, you can't make a broch over that Bissamim. In Rabbi Yisrael, but if the majority of the people in that city are Yisraelim, you can make a broch over it, because you can assume it's, it's a Bissamim of a, of a Yid. Rabbi Yitzhi, Rabbi Yitzhi says, Afidu Rabbi Yisrael, Nami, even if the majority are Yisraelim, Enam of Arif, you can't make a bracha over it, Nefenesha, Benes Yisrael, Mekatsu, Sik Shofim. Because the uh, Jewish uh, women, they, uh, they uh, burn up the Besomim for witchcraft, for, for, for sorcery. Ask Gemara, Ask Gemara, Ask Gemara, Ask Gemara, you're telling me all women do that. Ask Gemara, Ask Gemara, you're right, it's a minority who do it for the, for the sorcery, but you've also got, Miyotu Nami, Begame, Sakele. You've also got another minority, who use the basomim to make their clothes smell nice. They, they smoke the basomim to make their clothes smell nice. Ishtakat, so it comes down, when you add the two minor, minor, minorities together, ruba the lav of it. The majority is not made for basomim, to, to, for the smell, to actually for people to smell. The chol ruba the lav of it, wherever, wherever the majority is not for smell, lo mevarich, you can't make the brocha of basomim over it. Omer abichia baraba, omer abichanon, hamahadich barabishabosis, fitzveria, anyone who goes on Erev Shabbos in Tiberia, uva meitzoi Shabbosis, fitzipoli, or on Meitzoi Shabbos in Tepoli, the Hedia Kriach, and he smells that smell of the Sonim, Enu Mavarich, he can't make the Bracha, Nefenesha Cheskato, Enu Osi, Elu Begame, Be'etak Enim. 
Because at these times, in these places, you can assume it's there not for smell, it's rather to, for the clothes. So they used to smoke in their clothes. They used to, for, for COVID Shabbos, in, in Tiberia, they did it on Arab Shabbos. In Tiberia, they do it on Mitzvah Shabbos. Son of has been taught in a brighter, if a person's going in the shuk of a, of a, of a, basically goyim and all this, that's not the Zoro, it's just in the if he purposely has in mind to, to, to smell, to take in the smell of the Basomim, he's a chayti, he's a sinner, because he's doing it intentionally. Implying if it's unintentional, he's not considered a sinner. Whether it's mutter to do it, and all of it unintentionally, is a different question. The Ramal says yes, others seem to say no. The, the, the Gom says from this Gemara, the, that's where the, the support for the Ramal, some say you actually have to block your nose uh, so that you, so you don't uh, get the smell. But again, it's not our sugya, as Hashem will see that in good time elsewhere. Top of Nun Gimel Omid Beit. We said in the Mishnah, you can't make a bracha with a neh until you get a no from it. It doesn't mean you actually have to get a no from it. As long as it's a light, the light is strong enough that if a person were to stand near to it, he'd be able to use the light, then he can make the bracha of it, even if he's far away. You can make the bracha even though you're far away, as long as you see the light, it's strong enough that if you were next to it, you'd, get, you'd be able to get out more from it. Basically, so we ask a question, we learned in a brighter, if he's got a nair hidden in his, in his lap. Over Panos, and the, the point is not that he may be holding it, but he can't see the light. Even though it's giving him hanos, it's a bit far because it, it gives him heat, you can't make a bracha over that. Over Panos, or it's inside a Panos. Rashi says that means a lantern. In other words, it seems to be that you've got glass in the way. Um, whereas the Rashba says, no, we're not talking about glass. We're talking about something where you can't actually see the light. If it's glass, you can make a broch over it. Or you can see the flame, but he can't use the flame. Or he uses the flame, but he can't actually see the flame. He can't make a broch over it. Until he can see the flame, and he uses the light. That's fine the case where you can use the light, but he can't see the flame. You find that the kind of mechanics of it, where he's down at the corner. So in other words, the flame is round the corner from him, so he can see the light, he can, he can use, get benefit from the light, but he can't actually see the flame. How do you get the case where a person can see the flame, but he can't use the light? Is it not the case where it's far away, and yet we, and we say that you can't, you can't make a brock on that? Says Gemara, no, no. Could go into Amyova also, where it's going out. If it's going out, therefore you can see the flame, but it's completely useless, that flame. Even if you're standing right next to it, you wouldn't be able to get any out from it. That's why you can't make the brocha on it. We spoke about, based on this Gemara, what happens, can you make a brocha over a light bulb? Can you make a brocha over a light bulb? Can you make a brocha over a flame, for that matter, before you come to the light bulb, which is behind glass? Let's say in those glass, the things where you've got the Nero Nim, do you have to look from above, or can you look through the glass? So we basically said that um, according to the Rashba, it's 100% fine to do it through glass. According to Rashi, according to the Yushalmi, according to uh, the, the Shulchan Aruch, and that seems to be the way the Gaon Pashkin, the Kitzah, they say that a person could, um, um, you cannot make a bracha over that. The Morgan Avram sides with the Rashba, many Achronim side with the Rashba, so the Kitzah you end up with a big machlaik. The Bi'ar Lochel therefore says you shouldn't make the bracha over it because Sophie Baruch Hashem better not to make the bracha um, if it's behind glass. The shayla is what happens when it comes to a light bulb. A light bulb maybe that's different because the light bulb that's the only way without the glass you wouldn't have much of a light, would you? 
Um, so, number one, just to point out, we're not talking about fluorescent lights, as we said, because those are definitely not aged. They don't get hot, so you can't make very, very hot aged on them. So, we're talking about a normal bulb which gets, gets white hot, red hot, white hot, and then, uh, so over that, most folks can agree you can make very, very hot aged on uh, over that. The rod control and many others, etc. So, even though fine glass, number, according to the last show, you can definitely make a broth on it. But, um, even according to Rashi and the Shulchanarach, etc., maybe it's different here, because as we said, without the glass, you've got, you've got nothing there. You wouldn't have a light. So therefore, uh, that, and that is the Minagot Olam. If you don't have a candle, you can make over, the, over such a, such a, such a uh, bulb. But, as long as the bulb is see-through. If it's one of these uh, white bulbs, or you're actually seeing the flame then. You're, not actually, you're just seeing light, but you're not seeing the flame. Or if it's... Uh, Anything like, anything like that, if it's covered by a shade, or covered by, covered, anything like that, 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 then it would be a problem with steam. Uh, to wear glasses as well, the minute I go them is that people can wear glasses, but it's, um, if a person's glasses are shaded, their sunglasses, then um, the place can say that one should take off the glasses. Sonorabon, um, it's been taught in the brighter. Moving on. Gecholim loichashes. When you've got coals which are, are glowing. The Vorakan Alen, you can make the Burim Erehoish on them. Omamos, if they are, they are waning, if they're on the way out, in the Vorakan Alen, you can't make a bracha over uh, on them. Hechi Domi Lokashes, what's considered glowing? Omarab Chesta says, Rab Chesta, Kolshi Ilumachnes Vesefon Kitin. Any flame where if you were to put inside them, you'd put the uh, splint, but the Rekas Meira, it was light on its own, that's called Lokashes, and you can make a bracha over it. Iboyu, ask the Gemara, Omamos or Omamos? Is it with an aleph or is it with an ayin? Toshimat, Omar Abchista, Baratimi, Arozim, Lo Amamuhu, Began Elikim. It's a possible way it says it with an ayin, talking about dimming there. Do you see it's with an ayin? The Robo Omar, Robo, going back to what we said beforehand, he says, Yeosu means mamash. You've got to actually be able to get hanor. It's not good enough that if I was standing close enough, I would be able to get the hanor. It's got to be a, a flame where you actually can get hanor from it from, from where you're standing. The Kamo, how, strong, how much hanor do I have to be able to get? What's considered strong enough? Or my Ula says, Ula Kedishiyakib in Isa Lepundian. The flame has to be strong enough that you could differentiate between an Isa and a Pundian two different types of coins. Chizkiya Omar Kedishiyakib in Melusma the Shalsferi, the Melusma Shalsipoli. In order that you could differentiate between these two types, the coins of Rabinian is also coins, the coins of Rashi is weight, weight. That's of Tiferi and that's of Tiferi. They're much more similar. You've got to be able to differentiate between uh, those two. That's why nowadays we check the, our nails, we check the, to be able to differentiate between the nails and the skin. Uh, to be able to see, to see that difference. We spoke about why the nails, we spoke about it today on, uh, on Arab Shabbos, just a bit earlier today, we spoke about why the nails, because the nails are, are sim and bracha, because they grow, it's like payros, also because uh, Odom Marishan on after the chet, before the chet, his whole body was, uh, he didn't have skin, he had nails. After the chet, he lost the nails, he was all upset, and he saw Shabbos when he got fire, he was able to see, and he suddenly noticed he still had nails at the ends of his fingers, and he was all excited. So therefore, we look at our nails. That's the other thing that Meiri brings, uh, brings. We spoke about whether a person um, looks at his nails before making the bracha, or is it after making the bracha. And that really depends on whether the bracha of Berim Meiri Ha'esh is Berchas HaShvach, or is it a Berchas Berchas The Prima Godim and the Mr. Bura take on it's a Berchas HaShvach, Therefore, you look at your nails beforehand. We supported that with the Meiri. We also said that from the Rosh, it does sound like that. Um, however, the, the, the Moshe Feinstein says the Minnaite Olam is not like that, the Gon didn't do like that, the Yadis doesn't do like that, and he, he uh, is of the opinion, he's quite, uh, quite uh, strong in his opinion, that it's actually Birch and therefore you have to get the Hanor beforehand. 
But we showed from the Meiri and the Rosh, definitely the Meiri is black and white, but from the Rosh as well, it does sound like it's not that you actually have to get the Hanor. He's got to show that it's strong enough that you could get Hanor. So these are the two, two opinions, based on that we spoke about as well, whether you should be turning off the lights uh, before making Beri Meiri Ha'esha as well. It may depend on whether you actually, it's a Birchatan energy, you've actually got to be able to get the Hanor, you've actually got to get Hanor, or it's got to be a strong enough flame you could get Hanor. That may have a bit of a knock-on effect as to whether you have to turn off the electrical lights, especially if they're fluorescent, ones which you couldn't make Beri Meiri Ha'esha on them. Continues on the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda Mavarech Adabi Odadailo. Rabbi Yehuda used to make a bracha, he was standing in his house, and he'd make a bracha over the flame, which was in the house of Odadailo, which uh, Rashi says means it was far away, because, like uh, Rashi um, says, um, Rabbi Yehuda, the Shitase, uh, the top of the page, you don't actually have to get a Hanor. It's got to be that if you were close enough, if you were close by, you'd be able to get a Hanor, then you can make a bracha even from afar. Whereas Rav Mavarech Adabe Guryo Barachamo, he'd make over the flame which was in the house of Guryo Barachamo, which was right next door, so he could actually get the Hanor, says Rashi. Abai, that's Rav Adashitase. Abai Mavarech Adabe Barabuo. Abai would make the bracha over the, ha- um, the flame in the house of Barabuo. Um, as to who Abai actually holds like, was he doing like Rav or was he doing like Rav Yoda? Was it close by or not? I've seen that they, they speak about it, it is spoken about, but it's, from the Gemara it's not so clear. Or the, the plain reading of the Gemara it's not so clear. Omar of Yodah, Omar Rav, Eim Machazin Allah Uri, you don't have to go searching for a, for a flame. Kedelech Shemachazin Allah Mitzvah, you go searching for the Mitzvahs. The Mitzvahs, normally if you've got a Lulav, you don't have a Lulav, you've got to go looking for a Lulav. So this you don't. If you don't have a flame, make up Lulav without it. If you can get a hold of a flame later, in order to fall, um, before the next morning, you can make a broth on it. And Kol Shekin, the same idea with the Somin. You don't have to go looking for the Tomin, the Rosh, and other Roshonim say. Omar Abizir says, Abizir, Meresh, Havamadrano, originally I used to go looking for a flame. Kim in the Shaman of the Hoda Rabbi Yudam Rav, once I heard that, the statement of Rabbi Yudam Rav, Rav, Ano Nami the Madrano, I also didn't go looking for it. If I got it automatically, if not, I would make a brach on it. If not, then not. Continues the Gemara, Misha Ochal the Kulu, last bit we're going to do now. Misha Ochal the Kulu. We had a machlokes beishama bisila. If a person ate and forgot to bench, and he left his uh, spot where he was eating, does he have to go back to where he ate in order to bench? Omer Rav Zvid, we say Rav Dimi Bar Abo. Rav Zvid said, and some say it was Rav Dimi Bar Abo who said machlokes beshochach. The machlokes is only if he forgot to bench. I will be amazed if he left his place on purpose. Did we? Everyone agrees. Yachin and Mekemei Vivarich. He's got to go back to where he ate to bench. Says so the Gemara Pshita. That's obvious. Beshochach. So we learn from the Mishnah that he forgot. That was the machlokes. If he if he didn't forget, everyone agrees. He's got to go back. Says Gemara, no. Ma'ud the same. You may have said to Avin Afidah b'Meizid. Even if he went away b'Meizid, even there, Beitila would still maintain he doesn't have to go back. So why does the Mishnah Mishnah talk about a case of forgetting? It's the Diachol Teichon b'Shamay to tell you the Kerachol b'Shamay, the Chiddush b'Shamay. Even if he even if he forgot, he's got to go back. That's why we come and say no. It's Dafka Shochach because if he went away b'Meizid, then even Beitila would agree that he's got to go back. Tani has been taught in a bride to Omer and Beitila Beishamai. Beitila said to Beishamai, "Lezi Brechem, according to your words, he's got to go back." Nishachah Beishamai. If a person ate at the top of a of a of a big building, the shachach and he forgot the yard and he went down, but the birch and he didn't make birch tamolson. Yachah the Beishamai. He's going to have to go all the way back up to the top of the building to bench. Omer and Beishamai to Beitila. So Beishamai said to Beitila, "Lezi Brechem, according to your words, Nishachah Arniki Beresh." Um, if a person forgot his wallet at the top of the of the uh, of this castle, he won't go up to get it. If he goes up for his own for his own gain, he can't go up, go back up for 
Hanoi three Talmidim, there were these two Talmidim. Chad only the Shegi Kibbe Shammai. One did like the Shammai, even the Shegi, he went back. The Ashkach Arnika did that when he found a, a, a purse of gold coins. The Chad of it and the other one did the Mazes Kibbe Shammai. Even the Mazes he did like the Shammai. He went away on purpose, and on purpose he benched elsewhere. So Ochli Arya and he got eaten by an iron, uh, a lion ate him. Rabba Baba Khanah of a Kozal Bishayarto. Rabba Baba Khanah, he was going along with a, with a group. Ochan, he ate, they stopped and he ate. Vishtali, and he forgot, but the Borich, he didn't bench. Oh man, he was ready on the road, he said, Hey, Shiabi, what am I going to do? Yami, no, no, if I say to them in Shoy, the Borich, I forgot to bench. Oh man, they're going to say to me, Borich, just bench wherever you are. Kolecha, the Mavorach, Rachmona, Mavorach. Wherever you bench, you're benching South Sham anyway, why do you have to go back? So Mutaz, Yami, no, it would be better that I say to them in Shoy, Yoyna, the Dab, I forgot a golden, uh, a golden Dab. Omanus, he told them, Interally, can you wait for me to enjoy Yona the Dava, I've forgotten the golden dove. Also, he went back, Uboris, and he benched, the Ashkach Yona, and he found Yona the Dava, he found the golden dove. Well, Mashino Yona, why did he pick on a dove? The Mesile Knesset Yisrael, the Knesset Yisrael Yona. Because Kladi Sela compared to a dove, the Ksiv is the right in the Postic, Kanthi Yona, Nechbo of Akesef, the wings of a, of a dove are covered with silver, of every sign, and tentacles, the Rakrak, Horut, are uh, with, with, with sparkling um, sparkling gold. Ma yona enon itzeles elo beknofeho. Just as a dove is only um, saved with, with its wings, after you saw enon itzeles elo beknofeho. So you clearly saw that only saved with mitzvahs. Like the dove, if it uh, feels threatened, it'll either fight with its wings, the end of its wings, or it'll fly away using its wings. So to, we are saved through, through, uh, through doing mitzvahs. And just to sum up, we said... What is the final halacha? What is absolutely clear is for me if a person goes away, he has to go back to bench, go back to his original place. If it's the shege, so the Ramam says, we pass an abe he does not have to go back. We said also for, from Tosus, it's mashma that they pass an abe tirel. The abe tirel say, we agree it's a good thing to go back and you can do like abe It's no problem to do like abe Even though elsewhere we say you shouldn't do like abe He and abe tirel agree it's a good thing to do like abe So you don't have to. Whereas the Rabbi Yonah and others they say, and the Rosh possibly as well, they say that we paskin like Beis Shammai, we actually paskin like Beis Shammai, um, and therefore, you do have to go back. You do have to go back, um, even if it's for Shogig. Now, if a person did not go back, he went away, but made it, and he benched, but made it elsewhere, does he have to go back and bench again? So it depends. According to the Rambam who says, well, if it was for Shogig, you wouldn't have had to go back. For Mazid, you do have to go back. So, but the ever we say, if you've already benched, you did have amazed you're a naughty boy for doing it, but nonetheless, it does count. Whereas, according to the Rabbeinu Yonah, it says, even with Shogig, you're supposed to go back. So, Bermazid, not only are you supposed to go back if you went away, Bermazid, if you bench elsewhere, Bermazid, you better go back and bench again. Halakha we said that, with regard to Shogig, ideally you should go back, you should, uh, you should be choshish uh, for the shit of the Rabbeinu Yonah. But if it's very, very difficult, you can rely on the, the, you can rely on the Rambam and possibly Tosus, and you don't have to go back. But Shogig. But Bermezid, you most definitely do have to go back. Just a bidi evet. If a person did bench elsewhere, he doesn't have to bench again. Sometimes we do find in a real there is room to say you can already rely on the Dievet. But generally speaking, we don't say that. So you should go back. Um, the... The other thing here we spoke about is, just very briefly at the end of the year, um, does this apply to, um, in fact, before we come to that, is, there is one eighth of it. Let's say, I'll give you, give you a, just a, a good piece of advice. If a person, he's already, he went away from Mason, 
And then he has regrets. He realizes he's got to go back. Or Bashoiging. He went over Bashoiging and he wants to go back, but he says it's such a bother. If he's got a, even a tiny bit of bread with him, then he should eat that little bit of bread. Doesn't have to make up oatsy, just eat that bit of bread, and he can bench where he is. Doesn't have to have a kazai. But dafka bread, says the Prima Godin. Other things will not work. It's dafka bread. Even if you have a kazai, some other things that won't help you. Dafka bread. This is with the one condition, by the way, that, his, that he hasn't, it hasn't been enough time, uh, time gap, that he's lost his, his uh, Berkus Tamaltin. If he's lost his Berkus Tamaltin, which we'll speak about on Sunday, how that happens, if he's already, too much time has passed, um, then not only if he lost his Berkus Tamaltin, he'd have to make a new Amoitzi, he'd have to have a Kazai, so it, would be, it wouldn't help anyway. So in which case, that, we're talking about where not a lot of time, it was only 10 minutes ago, he's already on the road, he's already all the way down the motorway, he says, I have to go back, oi, it's Beshoigig, let's say, and even if it's Bermezid, it's good enough just to take a little bit of bread, not even a Kazai, so you have to make Hamotzi, just eat, and then you can make, you can make your Berkus Hamotzi. Um, yeah, as I said, with, with regard to that thing about whether you've got to make Hamotzi, in other words, if you have if you've already, there's been uh, enough time that you've got to make, um, enough time has passed that you, you've lost your, your, um... Yeah, no, no. So leave, leave, leave that point. Um, as for regard what is called Makoma, what is called the same place for benching, so if it's in an open area, that means within the Daladamas. If it's within a room, then anywhere in that room, even if you can't see the spot where you ate, that's called Makoma. If you can't bench in that room for whatever reason... So you can bench in the next room as long as you can see the place where you originally ate. And finally, the last point is, there's a Machlechus Roshonim about what, uh, what's the din when it comes to other foods. Now, when it comes to burying the fossils, it's absolutely black. Burying the fossils is clear. You can make that elsewhere. Look, I'm clear, you, you should never leave the spot where you ate um, without making a bracha It's more to do with the sugim stocking. But the Maitre, there's even Bermezid, you can make burying the fossils elsewhere. The question is, what about Aramechia? So there's three shifters. Some say this, is, this whole thing is only a din in puff. It's only a din in, uh, it's only a din in, um, in bread. For anything else, you do not have to go back. Even for me, you don't have to go back. And that is the shitter of, um, that is the shitter of the Rashba. The Rashba says, Dafka Um There are those who say, no, it applies to all Shiva Saminim. In fact, the Rosh also says Dafka Bekhsamotan. So the Rashba and the Rosh say Dafka Bekhsamotan. But uh, the other Shiva Saminim, even grains, you don't have to go back for. You've then got, you've then got to the other extreme is the Rambam. The Rambam says, no, for all, uh, for all Shiva Saminim you have to go back. Even the, the grapes and things like that you have to go back. And then you've got the middle of the road, which is the shitter of the Rif, the Rashba quotes the Rif, who says, to go and pass umine dogon, also mazone type foods, you'd have to go back. And the gone, the gone passes like, the, like that middle of the road, that's for bread, umine dogon, you have to go back, but for any fruit, even the shivasaminim, you do not have to go back. Have a very good Shabbos. We'll speak about this perhaps a little more about this on Sunday, as it continues on into the next year. Have a very good Shabbos, and have a very good book.